then you need to talk about that too because there's girls and women out there that are trying to be you uh yeah that's the quote of the show right here like speak your truth as you did but normalize that Hey ladies, and welcome back to Perspective. And how amazing was today? You mean the 20 degree beautiful summer weather that we had? Yes, I spent all day outside, first day of the year. Now, that isn't the case for everybody everywhere. Obviously, this is like we're in Ontario, so I think most of Ontario probably experienced the same weather, but it was absolutely glorious. I was in a tank top and shorts. I know it, it was glorious and this is the weather this is the feeling like the onset of summer like this is when you just feel so much joy totally that vitamin d hit is real like I feel great I I got up I went outside logged in had my breakfast did a workout all outside and stayed outside all day I literally only went inside to go to the bathroom and like make my kids lunch who also were outside every break they had from virtual school. So, I mean, it was just exactly what I needed. Um, the workday doesn't seem so bad if you get to spend it when you're in the sun. Like that. Yeah, it was yeah. perfect. It's so true. Actually, so I spent half the day um since I moved I moved here in the winter I haven't done any sort of backyard stuff so I spent half the day looking on marketplace and things like that if to see if I could find any um secondhand backyard furniture and I did so yes uh I cannot wait to pick it up on the weekend and use it for the rest of the summer because oh and I just found out that I have an unlimited data plan on my phone so I certainly will just be hot spotting and never in my house ever again so there we go <laughs> all around good day for you yeah. and I love that you're being environmentally conscious and all about that sustainability and and using um or purchasing secondhand goods I think that's amazing I know well honestly I like I first found myself looking at um Canadian Tire or and then like Home Depot and stuff so and then I'm like oh my god wait stop go to Marketplace go to Kijiji there otherwise this shit is just gonna get thrown in the landfill so no I I'm so glad that I caught myself and like hugest perk ever I saved so much money yeah that's the best part about it and obviously anybody that listens to our show knows that we're all about the environment and sustainability and we shop for our clothing, obviously housewares, things like that, as much as possible uh, secondhand. And we've both been spouting the importance of like taking care of the environment for so long. And I think that we're finally getting through to some of our friends because I've had a few friends that are like making comments and making changes in their lives and going as far as like considering cutting out meat products just because of like the strain it has on the environment now i am not gonna sit here and pretend like i don't eat meat because i do but i try and do it in a sustainable way and i would like to even reduce my meat consumption more because that is the biggest thing and i'm not going to go on a big tangent about that but i think with the release of a lot of um documentaries too right now are really actually waking people up and it's like this isn't like a joke like you have to make yeah. changes. The Seaspiracy 
doc that's on Netflix, yeah. which is just like heart wrenching. If you haven't watched it, people, you need to watch it. Like I just said, it's not a joke. And like we all need to do our part. And yes, the whole, but I'm just one person. One person makes a difference. So Jess, you made a difference by buying your patio furniture second Thanks, babe. <laughs> like <laughs> it matters. I can't stress Well, it that's enough. a thing. We, you know, that mentality really needs to go out the window with everything, like even things like voting and things like that. Like your opinions do start to make a difference. And as we all know, and this kind of like segues into what we're talking about today, because as we all know, society moves in such a powerful way. So and, and I think, Lauren, you and I have kind of been like exploring other routes than just the mainstream because we're seeing how damaging like just going with the flow can really be for so many things oh my god kind of everything and yeah it yeah. is a good segue into just things that we've noticed and that's kind of what we want to get into for this episode stuff that's been coming up in the media mainstream media specifically lately but first just Shout out our sponsors so we can get right into it. Yeah, so thank you to our sponsors, Vitality MD and House of Hyla. So don't forget to use promo code HERSPECTIVE100 at VitalityMD.com to book the O-Shot or Vivive treatments. Again, that's promo code HERSPECTIVE100. And thank you to House of Hyla as well for supporting HERSPECTIVE. Check out their full product line at HouseofHyla.com and use promo code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout for 20% off your first order of any Generation 2 purchase. Awesome. Yeah, so this is a good episode. It's just us two. We haven't done this in a little while. Always love our apps when it's just us two hashing it out, talking about things that are important and interesting and what's going on in the world. I mean, there's not much going on, but at the same time, there's so much going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, so there hasn't been a lot going on in the sense that COVID has kind of like shut down our lives, but I think that has just led to a lot of time where we are thinking a lot and reflecting a lot and really coming to these conclusions. And honestly, I feel like there's been, I don't know if, if it's a good thing or a bad thing, there's a, just a lot more time on everyone's hands. So I think a lot of things are just snowballing or you know it maybe viewed as negative and things like that so yeah exactly with at least our country pretty much shut down definitely Ontario as of today there is a lot more time on our hands to waste in a way we're spending a lot more time on social media and just online period and obviously that leads to looking at more people celebrities the drama that goes on and also can open up doors to allow yourself to kind of do different or your own research your own investigation into things and we use the term rabbit hole a lot and we've gone down a lot of different rabbit holes just about you know, what do we really think? How do we really feel? Like, especially during the pandemic, I feel like the majority of people do a lot less asking of questions and a lot more following along. And I think we just need to start kind of stopping and thinking for ourselves first and asking questions and asking yourself, do I really think like this? Do I really feel like this? Do I actually agree with this? Instead of just kind of doing the automatic head nod as soon as something pops onto your feed. Well, I think you're right. And even when we 
were first discussing topics for this episode, we had something else kind of in the works and then it kind of evolved into this because this topic of... And I want to say this like as PC as possible. I guess just thinking for yourself and not necessarily against mainstream media, but, you know, sometimes that's what it kind of manifests like. It is against mainstream media. but Yeah, just be open. So I think it kind of evolved. Our episode today kind of evolved into discussing this type of topic because it's something that's so important to us lately. And, you know, I, I feel really comfortable saying we sparked a, I guess, an interest in kind of opening our eyes and looking into things a little differently after we had a guest on, Shay, from Free Them. And she discussed certain things that involve human trafficking and the media. And I think that really kind of like traumatized us because, you know, as a... We live in Canada, a developed, like, in free world. The free world, like, you think that you can trust the news and the media, but when it comes down to it, there are certain things that they do not air, which is what Shay mentioned, and there are certain things and opinions that they do not publish, and I mean, I think that's a little concerning. Yeah, I definitely, and... and that for sure and we are going to have Shay back on in a couple weeks um for part two to kind of tap more into this exact topic of why are we not hearing more about things like child trafficking that is very very serious and upsetting and horrible it's kind of a scary thing to talk about just with anybody in terms of like having sure. different beliefs outside of what mainstream media is pu- putting out there because people kind of label you with the you're crazy, you're a conspiracy theorist, that's not true, like why would the government do that? All like just, you know, and then you kind of get into that cognitive dissonance situation where yeah. you second guess your own thoughts and your own beliefs and it's it's a bit of a scary and vicious cycle and I think anybody that has gone down it and I know I'm one of those people multiple times that when I do allow my brain to kind of go there and start questioning and like unraveling and peeling back the layers so to speak you you kind of get overwhelmed in your own mind and then you're like no no no, I just need to block this out right now because it's too much it is and And you don't get the answers I think that's what it is because you know, I feel the same way when I'm like looking into things or even when I'm hearing something being presented in mainstream media, I start to just kind of take it in and and view it in a different way because you start to becoming become accustomed to language that they use or, you know, certain terminology or things that they just totally avoid altogether. So you start to become a little bit more aware and, and it is heavy. It is scary because, of course, it would be nice to be able to trust our media and what's being presented to us as kind of like the law you know what I mean like this is the right way to do things yeah Yeah. so it's kind of scary when it's and truth I'm not really sure if I like believe this fully and I think it became so apparent with COVID I guess like before COVID before we had a global pandemic really shaking us up um we were able to like just go about our lives uh fully engaging cognitive dissonance and and be ignorant and it was easier because it wasn't in your face and we we're just going about our lives but now when you see things like covid and you know the mainstream media is full on about you know 
certain medical practices or the right way to do things, but they yet they completely avoid addressing other horrible like uh, I guess side effects from the pandemic, like any sort of mental health repercussions and things like that. Like that's when I started to really open my eyes as well. Yeah, definitely. Me too. And because we're living it, right? Like, yeah, we're everybody's in a different situation in some way or another. I, you and I differ in the sense that I'm at home with two children that are now back online and doing virtual school, but I still have to do my full time job. Like we've talked about this on the show a few times because we've been in this situation a few times. This is the third lockdown that we've gone in. And yeah, and and you know, I'm not shy of voicing my opinion about the bullshit that I think is closing down all small businesses or non-essential as they call it, but allowing all big box companies and brands to stay open. Like there, there's a lot, there's a lot of information that's coming at us, but still no like real answers. Like why do you think the third wave is going to, or the third lockdown is going to do anything different? Like what we're wearing our masks, we're staying home. Um, I care and I want to protect myself and my family. Um, but I also am not super terrified of the threat of COVID. And that I know is an unpopular opinion. The thing with the closing the small businesses, which, you know, really upsets me the most is these people are uh, in real threat of closing down and losing every single thing that they've ever, you know, worked for. Whereas the big box stores certainly are not. And in a smaller store, you have a far more, um, you have far more capabilities to manage and uh, safety protocols and, you know, the customers that are in your store far easier than, you know, Walmart does, for example. And it just seems a little unfair that one can be open and not the other. Like, I think we all saw what Yorkdale Mall looked like over the weekend. And how do you justify that? Viral. Of course it did, because how the hell do you justify it? And I don't know. I really don't know how these small businesses and I'm not trying to incite anything. I'm no Donald Trump, but I'm just saying I don't know how these small businesses are not protesting. And, you know, like, I don't know why they're not like just continuing to operate and saying, fuck, you're fine. You know, I know that's easier to say than do, obviously. But like this is I just feel so bad for them. And how mistreating well, and ridiculous it is. Why are patios not allowed to be open right now? Well, I mean, I know that we didn't mean for this episode to kind of like be all COVID focused. Um, but just like another point on that is one of the most recent speeches or talks ad- addressing uh, the public that our uh, Doug Ford did, he mentioned that it's the young people causing this mass spread. Where are you getting that information? What a horribly terrible, generic blanketed statement thing to say. And also, and it's been out there. We're not speaking anything that most of our listeners or anybody doesn't already know, but it's yeah. Like this episode is kind of given our two cents on everything, but it's like you opened the patios, you opened X, Y, Z, industries for us to uh, the public to go out and enjoy and utilize again and now you're blaming the public for like it just it's just not what you were supposed to be doing as the leader of a province Um, it's not productive and and it's not realistic or accurate you know 
Exactly. And that's if that's what I one of my points was about. Like, yes, we're seeing the numbers rise and all you see on CB24 is like the ICU being filled up and overflowing and how terrible it is and people need to do better. But you're not getting any further information on any of the patients in there, any of the people that are in critical care. Like, do they have underlying health issues? And I'm not... I am not, again, another disclaimer, I am not saying that COVID is not real, that COVID is not a threat, that the people that are suffering or contracted it and are having adverse effects, I'm not devaluing their suffering or their families. I just, and my point is, as the public, as the taxpayers, we deserve more information. Can I go Google it? Probably. If I want to like sift through who knows how many government pages or articles. I think it should be more like information that is shared through our mainstream media. So everybody turns on CTV, CP24, wherever you get your news, whether it's online or through the TV, they should be providing additional information with their reports. That is my opinion on it. Um, Or any of the people that are filling up the ICUs have they been vaccinated is this a result of vaccinations like these are the things that I think that people should know well and... when you're making enforcements for an entire country well let's just say our province let's start with Ontario when you're when you're you know making regulations for our entire province stay home must get the vaccine etc um, and I know they're not saying you have to get the vaccine but clearly if we're just opening our eyes and you know just reading the news clearly that's what they're pushing for like let's be real about that so when you're pushing for these certain things that you know are life-changing or really much affect your life why are we not being fully educated on it I do not think that they're reporting the correct amount of deaths I think they're correct I think when somebody has COVID and dies whether or not they had a terminal illness or they died of other reasons they're listing that as dead with COVID or sorry, death by COVID instead of death with COVID. So I think that that's misleading and here we are, right? So I just wish I heard, as you said, maybe we can find this information by sifting and sifting and I don't even know where to begin to find that information. I wish our mainstream media talked about the both sides of everything. So, you know, the other side of the vaccine. I know there are many anti-vaxxers out there. I know there are many medical doctors that are anti-vax vaccines especially this vaccine. Why have we never heard of this? And then why are these people being canceled es- essentially on, you know, when people on uh, Instagram and stuff as fake news? Yeah, there a lot of people are being silenced. And that is a topic that we know that we're going to be getting into a lot more with somebody who is much more versed in that sort of anti-mask, anti-vaccine environment and has information to share. So stay tuned yeah. for that because that that episode is coming also um, because we wanted to deep dive. Yeah. And this episode isn't necessarily about COVID. <laughs> it was more about society, societal impacts on like our thinking and and. It was kind of like a lighter, uh, you know, celebrity focus more so than COVID. But as we know, it kind of consumes your life. Well, exactly. And it's so hard to not talk about it when that's all that you see and all that you hear. And it is dictating everything we do in our lives and what what we can and what we can't do. So well, and why we feel good or bad. Conversation. Exactly. And it is part of this conversation for sure. Um, because when you mentioned that, 
the vaccine isn't being forced, so to speak. And the thing that I find interesting with that is there has been talks of vaccine passports. Yeah. And there's two things to that uh, that I would like to explore. And one is, all right, if if let's just say the right thing to do is to get the vaccine, if, it, you know, say it's black and white like that, there is an illness, this vaccine will cure the illness, everyone that doesn't want to get it is basically like an idiot because this is what will help the world. Okay, so that's just what they're, you know, putting out there and assuming that we should just listen to, but they're not giving any reason, A, to believe them. And I and hold on, I'll explain like the opposing view to that, which is what some people would say, well, they're medical doctors, you should fucking believe them. So they're not giving any reason to believe them. They're silencing people that talk, you know, against it. And I think the worst part is everyone is just nobody's looking to like fight over this. Essentially, it's more along the lines of trying to do what's safest for their human body. And so if people have genuine and their children and their children and like just just to be healthy and safe. So when people have genuine concerns and fears about the vaccine or about anything for that matter, Instead of like accommodating that or or speaking to that or, you know, validating that and then going from there and then, you know, coming to I know there will always be opposing views, but at least recognizing that there could be an alternative view to this one view, then maybe we'd be getting somewhere, but they're just simply not. So that to me is like is pretty fucking scary. Yeah, that's definitely concerning, and I think that's the whole point, and that's why it keeps coming up, and that's why people are questioning, and that's why there is anti-vaxxers in terms of, like, the COVID vaccine, because they're saying, like, I don't I don't know enough. I don't have enough information. Like, I'm nervous. I don't want that's to put what this it is. my children. Like, and, and it's just, yeah, we're, like, getting the data that is, well, you know, 0.1%, I'm making this up. Uh, don't quote me. Point one percent of people had adverse effects, and but ninety eight percent are fine. Like, well, I mean, we're supposed to trust that, and I really hope that we can. Um, you should, but at least tell us about your it. Government be able to, but yeah, like it's it, there's just there is a lot of unanswered questions and a lot of or For a lack some reason. of additional information. Yeah, and I think that it's great as part of society uh, as the part of society that is asking those questions like why shouldn't we we have a right to know what we want to know I think it's know. crazy that we don't that is the sheep mentality and in the sheep mentality is not to you know speak to like regular people like all together it's or anyone that believes it it's to speak to people that blindly go through things without questioning without like any sort of thought or care for their world like I know we should be able to trust this I said there was two points in my last point and I only said one this is my second point I know we should be able to trust or we want to be able to trust our government trust our leaders trust our our everyone our, our official media. yeah our media especially but the truth is when we've seen so many things you know even just asking the question who owns the media the fact that the media is owned by somebody then that probably reflects that there's going to be an agenda from those people and just having that mentality when you are you know taking things in it's like take everything in with a grain of salt is that the saying fuck I always say the sayings wrong (laughs) is that how do I say that one take it with a grain of salt yes it's correct oh okay this sounded really wrong like one single grain um (laughs) 
But yeah, so take it all in with a grain of salt. And for some reason, the people that are taking it in, you know, with a grain of salt or whatever that saying sounds so weird now. But for those people that are doing that, they're like considered conspiracy people or, you know, like crazy. And I just think that that's fucking mental. Where yeah, did we, and, and how did we get to this position? And, well, that's the interesting thing is that if you question, if you disagree, if you have an opposing position and voice it, then you're the crazy one. And disclaimer, we are not um, rebels of any sort or like, you know, disruptors. We're just simply uh, two women hoping to educate educate ourselves further and live the safest and healthiest life and we will do that by exploring all of the options put in front of us 100 percent. yeah i don't we're not on here trying to convince anybody of one thing or another we're just trying to get information try and understand and this is kind of an open discussion obviously it's a recording and it's just you and i jess but we do welcome input from our listeners if you listen to this podcast, you already know that. And we're, we love when people reach out. And this is a discussion that we want to have. And I've been hearing people talk about being more awake and enlightened and just kind of doing that questioning of things that they otherwise wouldn't have questioned. Bring that to us. Like, what have you learned? What have you discovered? How do you feel? Like, we want to know. We're not here to convince you of doing anything. We're just we're just having a conversation. Yeah, we're not convinced of anything. That's the whole point. We're exactly. Just we aren't stuff. convinced of anything. We don't know what to do. And I've already mentioned that I've very much experienced cognitive dissonance when I have allowed myself to think of different, just anything that I'm hearing through the media and online. Um, but one of the things, like part of this conversation that we really wanted to have is about what we're seeing and hearing online and maybe it is something that isn't uncommon and it's kind of always been the way but because we're spending so much more time online maybe we are noticing it a little bit more but I just have found in the last little while it seems like there's a lot of controversy and negativity and drama that are surrounding some larger celebrities and public figures and it kind of has caught our attention in terms of like, why is this happening? And, and just the opinions that are circulating with it from society and the media. And you asked the question, like, how did we get here? This is part of it too. Like how have we gotten here where a large group of women are just like having a hell of a time? We'll just say that. Like, (laughs) We're, we're talking about Chloe Kardashian, Britney Spears, Rachel Hollis, Meghan Markle, like Bad Baby, Jamila Jamil. I well, I you know I don't feel really any way or another towards these people because I don't know them. I only know them through Instagram and yeah, media. They're celebrity so that's enough. That's a whole other side. Exactly. It's like the people that side with people or like run to their defense or are quick to troll them or shame them or whatever. It's like you don't actually know these people. Like you're just getting snippets of whatever they want you to see. And you become like there's so many people that become so obsessed. I mean – Oh my I don't God, think there's been an episode that we haven't talked about the Kardashians or a Kardashian. And this is not going to be any different on this episode. But because it is happening right now, 
like I kind of want to unpack a little bit of the whole Chloe K thing because yeah, there's if you don't know, basically what's happened is a picture of her was posted and obviously went viral. It's she's a Kardashian and being it was being circulated, and now the family and Chloe are working tirelessly to have it removed because it was not an approved or um like an okayed picture. And it, yes, because apparently it hasn't been filtered and retouched and edited to the max. So they can't Well, that's their words. What they like, really look like out there. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's not just the family. It's their all of their legal teams and PR teams as well. They're like, they were desperately trying to get this picture removed and then claiming like copyright infringement if it was posted and like, like these crazy things. And then, so I'm thinking, you know, the worst case scenario is she was getting out because apparently it was it's her near the pool, right? In this cheetah bikini. Yeah, she's in a bikini. So I thought it was her getting on the pool and like, you know, a bikini slipped down and there was like her naked badge or something, which I could see like, oh, my God, you don't want that out. Right. If if you're Khloe nobody Kardashian. would want that out. Yeah. When you're a, a huge celebrity, it's going everywhere. But literally when I saw the picture, I I didn't know that was what we were talking about because I was expecting like. The worst angle, the worst, like, un- you know, when you're getting out of a pool and you're bent down and, like, literally everything's, like, it's probably your worst angle ever. I know I've seen pictures of myself like that. Like, whoa. <laughs> is that what I fucking When you're like, like, who is that? That can't be yeah, me. Yeah. I'm why sure my body doesn't look that my horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm ex- expecting that, but literally it's just her standing there and she looks completely fucking normal. Maybe She, she looks, looks beautiful. She, she definitely looked beautiful and she looked uh, a little less tanned. So clearly she didn't put like 10 filters on. So that well, is the funny thing is, about. I agree. I was expecting the like Beyonce um, ugly pick to be what like equivalent to that. I don't know if you remember that, but there was that picture of Beyonce obviously someone snapped a shot of her when she was performing live yeah yeah like, i remember she's she puts everything into her performances and she had that unfortunately her face was just in like this crazy position and like the way her skin moved, like i don't even know that just goes to show you though she's so beautiful and even if she like sometimes you just get a bad fucking angle like it doesn't mean well, yeah, she's like, hideous we've all had them yeah. But she wanted that removed from all internet places. Like, just she wanted it banished from the universe, basically, which I get. I don't want ugly pictures circulating of me. Like, as a group of friends, we all want, we all kind of like okay the pictures before we're posting anything of, of other people because, you know, it's just what you do. It's a courtesy. Now, as a Kardashian, you can't escape your picture being everywhere. Like, and, and I mean, they put them out there themselves. But yes, to the point, this picture of her was natural and beautiful and whatever. And people are going to argue, well, you know, it, sh- it should still be up to her what she posts. I 100% agree. If she doesn't want a picture of her, if anybody doesn't want a picture of them online, they should have the right to say, I don't want that online and take it down. I 100% yeah. agree with that. But the rationale behind this is crazy. And then her coming out with the statements being like, well, you know, I've worked really hard to achieve the body I have now and the look I have now. 
And it's because I've always been called the ugly sister and the fat sister. And obviously I'm paraphrasing and just like minimizing what she said. But it was it was pretty like upsetting to read from a, as a female in the standpoint. Yeah. It was very sad. To think like, yeah, and, and no person, celebrity or not, should feel like that. And I do feel for her. But this is exactly the issue is that someone like a Kardashian who has the – endless amounts of wealth and resources has gone to the extreme to like tailor her look and body because of years and years of media and society criticizing and bashing and exactly that is the right word for it it is abuse abusing somebody for the way they look and And she even said it tore her down and it still tears her down and that is reflective in the desperation she had by trying to remove this like you know sorry i cut you off but that's what i felt bad for like this is what matters the most to you this photo where you look beautiful and you look like a normal fucking person that's what she is... doesn't even look normal i mean well no she's still yeah to look like exactly that. but she doesn't she looks normal compared to the one she posts where she looks like she has 10 filters on she does not look real so what's sad to me is that is your priority that you're and and i do chalk it up to the years of the abuse and the pressures of society putting that on her that you are just so fucking hateful of yourself that you have to like go so to the far ends of the earth and get all the legal people and all your family to pull this off the internet because what's worse than just looking like yourself is having other people well no your authentic self what's worse than like looking like yourself is is feeling that that person is just the worst person in the world yeah and that's what i feel bad for yeah and it is upsetting and like we as a society need to do better and the media needs to be held more accountable the media is the most disgusting thing and like you know not just here we we you know you mentioned Meghan markle earlier but like the british media like they're just sick everywhere it's mental yeah well i mean the thing is you have to ask what comes first the chicken or the egg in these situations is it society that is fueling these hateful comments and criticisms towards these celebrities or is it the media that puts it out there first and then much of society jumps on it and runs with it and fuels it too and then it just becomes this perpetual cycle because I don't think I would I would never even comment on I wouldn't even have noticed someone (laughs) if it wasn't given to me if it wasn't handed to me and then positioned in a way for me to feel like I should be making a comment or I should dislike this person that I've never met or don't know despite them being like you know extremely talented or successful like and this to me is much more towards women like I really can't even think off the top of my head of a man that goes through this kind of scrutiny unless you're like literally evil or like a disgusting individual like prince andrew weinstein epstein like marilyn manson like the the people that have been proven to be doing horrendous horrible things and just also to children um but that's like that's the difference in the levels like we tear down a woman because she looks like a woman period and then you tear down a man for doing some of the most 
horrific things you could possibly do to another person and that's when you get criticized that's when and they're already out of the media like that's the worst thing like that was like oh yeah in and out yeah they're bad off they go like it's it's so crazy this is society's this is society's like limits for men and women women if you have gone to the ends of the earth to, you know, get all the surgeries in the world, all the personal trainers in the world, all the facials and the shit, and then you have a picture taken of you where you also have not, on top of all those things, edited, photo touch, photoshopped, retouched, filtered, and that gets posted, now she's the worst person in the world. A man simply has to rape a bunch of children, um, you know, ruin a bunch of lives, and then then we'll scrutinize him. But not before that. <laughs> Seriously. Even with many people coming forward and like making reports which obviously they got silenced when they if they if and when they came forward many, many years ago, because obviously we know with a lot of these um, individuals that we just mentioned, like this just more recently came to light and they've been, well, some of them are dead. Well, thank <laughs> God. At their own hands. Dead. And yes, quite frankly, thank God. Um, but we'll rope them back into um, our episode when we have Shay on again. But yes, like that's exactly it. Like women have been put in such a position where unless you truly look perfect at all times, like a Barbie doll, which is not real, you will be pulled apart. And, And obviously if you're a celebrity, you don't stand a chance because the Kardashians aren't I'm sorry for those who will disagree with this, but they're not talented individuals. They're not bringing anything well, they're not to the artists. table. They're not. They're not artists in any form. Um, well, I guess they're artists well, in their artists like, in... ability to brand and market I was themselves. Just absolutely. Say. <laughs> um, but like, let's be real. They, they got kicked off in part because of their last name, because their father was the lawyer for OJ, and then on the other part because Kim had a sex tape, like. Let's not be fooled, people. Well, Have they done pretty. so much since? Yeah, they're, they're gorgeous, but they don't they look do like stuff. they looked. <laughs> they don't look like they looked when they came on the scene. So right, right. is it true because they had a different body type than what was trending at the time? Like we're talking the Paris Hiltons, right? Like flat and skinny and just malnourished looking. Um, they didn't look like that. They were much more like curvy and rounded and yeah so that's me no um, i'm judging yeah i mean we do and that's the thing it's like almost impossible to get away from it and i i have no qualms with any of these people and who the fuck am i no one cares anyway what i think but my point is like as a society as a fellow woman women we have to do better this obsession with perfection is in part I think fueled by them and and that is so unrealistic for the world so they kind of like made that happen and then now they're like so desperate to maintain that and I keep using that word desperate because they're frantic like manhunt for that photo that really disturbed me I just can't believe that these women who are so rich who are so beautiful like you know why do you give a fuck what anyone says but I guess it is like you said the chicken and the egg because now if they don't look perfect, which they have normalized, then they get called for it. And I guess they care what other people think. I'm sure I can imagine 
when it's on such a like large scale like that like because i think why wouldn't you just turn your comments off and just like understand that people will talk shit why would you take any of that personal easier said than done i'm very sure but yeah well these are people that are literally sitting on top of the world in terms of exactly wealth, so why right? would you care what people say <laughs> why would you care what a fucking and, but that's what that's like, right troll. but that's the amazing thing here that is the desperation of it all is that you and i would think that if i was in their position i would just be like and fuck y'all because <laughs> hello like what the a lion isn't concerned with the opinion of sheep right that um saying well and also and, i don't know you so i'll never see you and i don't, I don't know any of you people yeah <laughs> like, so like i'm gonna go on my private yacht now and y'all can shut up that's how i think and, i would feel but live <laughs> sure. my life and yeah. look hot doing it um and the thing that's interesting though about this situation though on top of all of the things that we mentioned is that I don't recall any seeing anything where people were criticizing that photo. So it's almost as if they made it a bigger deal than it would have ever been. I think most people would just be like, oh, this is kind of a different pic for Chloe to post. I don't Chloe even think they would I mean, even I, notice. I would not even notice if she posted well, that picture. Well, they would. I would not. These people can't make it. We wouldn't. But these the Kardashians can't friggin' sneeze without somebody having something to say about it but I just I just think if it was truly a horrible horrible picture going back to the Beyonce picture reference like if it was a picture like that where you're like yeah that's a bad picture and like come on people we can all admit there is bad pictures like and it's fine but you like it's not a bad picture so did they make it worse than it ever was going to be if they had just left it alone um I don't know but like it's just Again, it goes back to the society and the media and they we all work hand in hand, society plus the media, and it just continues to fuel the destruction and the unrealistic expectations that are put in place for women, no matter who you are, whether you're sitting on top of the world or on the bottom of it. You And it's not just you uh how they look. It's about things they say too. Like you have to like 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 you mentioned Rachel Hollis. She you can't even say anything and I mean, actually, let's go over what she said because, yes, it probably was really tone deaf and insensitive, but now people are like, well, is she canceled or are they just calling for her to be canceled? I don't know either way. I mean, I I guess it would depend who you ask or what group or what media outlets reporting it or, you know, but um, she's not gaining any fans with people of color and I don't disagree so basically she went on a her tiktok or reels whatever she made a video um and i do agree that it was a tone deaf and insensitive comment where she basically stated i'm not relatable because i work really hard and i've earned what i've earned and had the success i've had because of my hard work i'm not negating that good for you um, but basically she said, I have the resources to have a cleaning lady that come, a lovely cleaning lady that comes to my house and cleans my toilets. And she repeated and cleans my toilets twice in, in her little clip. And, and this was in defense of herself because somebody called her out for being unrelatable and privileged, which she says, yes, I am privileged. And I don't I don't want to be relatable because if I'm relatable, then I'm doing something wrong. But To make a point of saying, I have a lady that comes to my house and cleans my toilets. Like, 
why can't you just say like I use a cleaning company or I'm lucky enough to have a cleaning service um why do you call it out the way you called it out and of all the cleaning jobs to do in a house we all know no one's really like jumping at the bit to be cleaning the toilets it's it's kind of just a known thing to be like have a negative connotation well it It is a degrading you know in all the movies that's the yeah that's the the new man in jail or the new man in the rehab or the new man everywhere has to clean the i don't know why jail and rehab were what came to my mind and man (laughs) and man yeah i don't don't know why (laughs) clearly we're still in a patriarchal society where women clean toilets like let's be real oh sense my sarcasm guys but so clearly we all know that that is you know the like low man on the totem pole's job when you when you just enter someone's it's not the it's not the most senior of jobs right when you have seniority that's not what you're going to be doing even though I personally love cleaning my bathroom I you're like nobody wants to do it I'm like I do Um, yeah but you're choosing to no one's like my own bathroom like yeah yeah yeah. and it's your own like and thank god there are cleaning services because some people need it some people and if you are lucky enough to have it I've had a cleaning person come to my home before like I I'm very 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 grateful for that option and opportunity in times when I feel that I need it um but I don't have a platform of over a million people that follow and listen well, even and still, possibly hang on every word I say. You have a platform. Have you ever once said, oh, I have a, a lady that comes to clean my house and she cleans my toilets? No, you fucking do not. No. Like, it's such, not something that we need to discuss like that because you are essentially degrading her. You can say, I am not relatable because I have a huge business and I'm highly successful and I go on trips. You do not have to, you know, discuss another person. That's, I think, the the weird issue here. Like, why the fuck would you do that? Clearly, you're being rude. Yeah, and and that's the thing. She was she was making a status statement, is what she was doing. Yeah, and in in just such a really like insensitive and tone deaf way, unfortunately, and she's getting called out for that. But Rachel Hollis has made a few different comments, and yeah, this isn't her um, first time being called out. Yeah, so she and I mean she's her? been accused of. Well, I don't. I don't think really should anybody should people? be canceled. I don't think so. Um, I think if you disagree with her thoughts, her opinions, what she stands for, again, most of us don't know these people. You don't know them. If you don't like it, there's the unfollow button. If you, I mean, what? let's just be real. Like, what good is you commenting being like the 800,000th person to be like, that's rude and insensitive. No one's reading that. No one's seeing that. Um, I'm not saying that people should silence themselves. If you disagree with something, voice it. Go ahead. But I just don't think that it's going to do much unless you know somebody does else with a larger platform calls you out, which is what happened. Well, I think what would really speak to it is unfollowing. So say she lost... If she has a million followers and she lost 100,000 followers, 10% of her followers because she – I don't know what that ma- – sorry, I'm distracted by that math. Was that right? <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. If she lost her followers, that's what would speak to it. And that's what people should be doing instead of literally getting – and, and you know, we, we just finished saying how every voice matters. But when you're just, like, trolling on people's comments, I don't think really that's how you would – get your point across i think that's maybe what we're trying to say here like yes your voice matters and your comment matters but when you put it on a a comment thread of a 
video, like, uh, I don't know if that's the best way to use your voice in that, I guess, in that sense. Well, voice and actions matter, right? So, yeah, I think if you, for people that want to make a point and take a stand against something that they don't agree with and feel is wrong, if it's all because because you only, the only relationship or association you have with some of these celebrities or people with notoriety, public figures, is following them, following their account, unfollow it. But... There's a few things with the Rachel Hollis thing, right? Like she also compared – well, she claims she didn't. She has issued an apology statement for everything because, first of all, she also blamed her team um, for not addressing it earlier, which is like, no, girl, you have to take accountability for that. Um, Don't – you're in charge of your own self. This is your brand and your business. Nobody's making you do anything. So that's strike two, right? You've made – these like insensitive tone deaf comments strike one then you blame somebody else strike two but part of like in the earlier statement she like compared herself initially to some I mean incredible trailblazing women throughout history um oh yeah and I did some, see that. like Harriet yeah Tumben? some of <laughs> exactly um Oprah so and like quite a few were women of color which I mean I think I I think is fine like I'm not saying she should compare but like if you aspire to be like these women that is amazing but they have done monumental things this is not just like you she started like an events and marketing business and again I'm not knocking that the girl obviously has had success good for her there's a difference between that and helping exactly slavery (laughs) (laughs) and shout out to my girl Harriet Tubman and it's not my way like I know I'm like a bandwagoner but she was she when she came to Canada she was here in St. Catharines my new hood so yeah 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 I mean and those the acts that those women also did and and the actions they were selfless like they were to help others to try and open the doors for women and people of color for the future Rachel Hollis you're not doing any of those things in fact you like sit in your mansion with your cleaning lady cleaning your toilet like you know what I mean like I don't I don't want this to come across like I'm knocking down a fellow female who has worked hard and who has had some success but like the the quote from Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility and I do think that people in those positions have a responsibility to use their platform and you unfortunately yeah you're out there, so you do have to censor yourself. You do have to think about every single thing you say. Much like the Kardashians want to edit and make sure every single image of them that goes out there is perfect. I think what you're saying is not to bash these women or tear them down. I think what you're saying is, guys, like you said, with great power comes great responsibility. To like, do a little bit better for us, please. Because uh, you're... You, when you have those platforms, that's kind of your responsibility. Exactly. And you have to take accountability for it. Like you, I do, and I've expressed this on the show before. It's like, I do think people that are public figures and celebrities have a responsibility because you have millions and millions of impressionable minds, typically younger, and people looking up to you, following you, hanging on your every word, your every move, your every action. I mean- the Kardashians pretty much single-handedly have changed the face of beauty in the last 10 years. 
Um, so when you have that much power that you have convinced an entire planet almost that this is what we should all strive to look like, then you have to like you have to be aware of everything you're putting out. So well, and it's not like, oh, that really sucks for them. They have all this responsibility. It's well, you did this and here you are and you created you created this like monster perfection. So here you go. Like this is you made your bed kind of thing. Yeah, and they didn't have to not to right? be insensitive like, to them. I'm just saying we didn't do that. <laughs> you know, like you well, did they that. capitalized on it. And exactly. so that's, you're being that's paid why. to look and act and be who you are now. So yes, you created this, you marketed it, you branded it, and you've capitalized on it. And fuck, man, all the power to you. Am I slightly jealous? Hell yeah. Do I wish I could have done it? Yes. But I and think I'm sure it's not easy. I kinda I commend yeah, and I kinda commend Chloe for coming out and, and saying what she said, but like that should go hand in hand with kind of everything you do. If this is you truly, if this is your authentic self, I don't know if the other women in the family feel the same way, but it's like if you have suffered and you're doing this as a result of your suffering at the hand, because of the hands of media and the, and society, then you need to talk about that too because there's girls yes. and women out there that are trying to be you. Uh, yeah, that's the quote of the show right here. Like, speak your truth as you did, but normalize that. Not showing off your abs to ensure that we know what you really look like. Normalize the fact that you have been abused by the media, by a God, everything, whatever, fuck. And tell us that we don't have to fucking strive for that perfection. You know? That's yeah, what that she is should be doing right here. these great lengths to have essentially naturally unachievable body and yes she's now posting videos of showing her stomach and her bum and whatever and I'm not a doctor so no I can't say yes I know that the Kardashians have all had surgery I can't guarantee that no one really can but I think it's pretty obvious and the thing is, like, I she's saying, like, oh, I worked really hard. I'm sure she has. You have the access to the best trainers, nutritionists, diet coaches, whatever you need. You have access to all of it. But, yes, normalize that due to the pressures of society and the media and the scrutiny that you've been put under. You have had enhancements. You have had assistance, medical professional assistance, um, surgeries to – achieve what you think you needed to achieve like so when she's posting those videos her body isn't moving the skin isn't even moving like that to me that's not normal to me that says you've definitely had liposuction because it's so tight that it can't even move <laughs> like well I think what I would have rather seen is not her saying that's my body like here's my real body that's what that picture shows is not my body like you know I would rather her said what she wrote for years I've been abused I don't want pictures of me looking like that. That being said, we should not be striving for unrealistic pressures. We should not be adhering or abusing other people based on how they look. We should not be perpetuating it. And what she did by showing that that's her is perpetuating it, I think. 
I agree. I think it is a little bit too. I think the biggest thing would have been just to do a fuck you. She to nipped the in world. the butt. Yes, exactly. And and just say I am who I am. It doesn't really matter what you think. If you don't like me, unfollow me. If you don't like my brand, don't buy my products or anything I endorse. Like there's other. There's just there's ways to handle it. And even if maybe she did she still show her body off, maybe if she did. Even if she did show her body, have those videos, but her accompanying message was also go fuck yourself. I don't care what you guys say. I don't think anyone would. I don't think she would lose followers. I think she would gain respect from people like us. And not that I don't respect her. I'm just saying if I just saw that, I'd be like, oh, my God. Yes, go, girl. All I saw her do. And I and like I said, I feel really fucking sorry for her. But all I saw was somebody like, no, I am perfect. I swear. Look. And it's like making oh my excuses God. and and begging for the approval once again. Yes. And you don't have to fucking do that. You're already badass just because you're a chick, just because, you're, you know, you're a, you're already badass. You do not need to prove it to us that that's your real body because also we don't think it is. So <laughs> <laughs> well, let's but also <laughs> you shouldn't. And I don't care if it's real or not to a bunch of like the majority of people that follow you and look up to you are like white collar, blue collar. Like we're just they're never we're never going to achieve what you have achieved anyway. So like and I'm not saying because they have money, they're better, they matter more. That's absolutely not true. But it's like you live they live in a different world and anybody that disagrees with that is i'm sorry i'll call you out for being crazy because they do they live in a different world they i always think about like celebrities i'm like do they all just like get together and hang out and be like holy shit we're so yeah they do fucking rich and of course like it's just such a different yeah exactly i've never stepped foot on a yacht so the like closest thing is probably like the friggin party bus on lake ontario but i mean that's pretty sick though <laughs> it's pretty fucking fun. Um, but the interesting opposing scenario to like in a way to the Chloe K thing is enter bad baby. Now here's someone who is so unapologetic about everything she does. And love her or hate her because she's well, she just turned 18, but I kind of love her. Like do I, would I want a child I that speaks do. the way she speaks? <laughs> no, I don't. Because I just don't think that's necessary or flattering. And it's not about like, oh, be a proper woman. It's just like, you just don't look that great. Like, it's kind of like, well, well it's not you like know, be a proper woman. It's like be a literate adult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair. Fucking... Exactly. But she's not an adult. So like, you have to give her that pass. Well, she, she is now. She wasn't. By law, yeah. I mean, who's really an adult 18? Anyway, she is another person who, whether again, whether you think she's talented or not, she thought she was and she did something with it. And she's like the youngest rapper, female rapper to like hit a bunch of like the milestones and like successes that she's had. So like I have to give her props for that. I think that's great. Is she the best role model? I don't know. It depends who you ask. Who am I to judge? But the thing is, interestingly... She is unapologetic about everything about herself. She has been nonstop criticized, scrutinized for, you know, anything she wears, any any kind of hair she has because people say she's trying to look – she's a white girl, so she's trying to look black. She's trying to be black. I don't know. Maybe she is. Maybe she isn't. Again, who am I to judge? But the thing that I find interesting as of late is that she turned 18, jumped on OnlyFans, blew it out of the water, is that – 
like something that she felt she needed to do or wanted to do to prove a point or to like say like look I'm not a little girl anymore I am sexy I am hot I own my body I can do what I want I hope it was all because she just like wanted to and that's what makes her happy and feels good and it wasn't because of like society being like you're a kid you're a kid you're a kid for so long even though she was a kid um and now she has to like prove that she's not because I feel like Britney Spears kind of did the same thing but OnlyFans didn't exist when she <laughs> came out um thankfully but but the other thing is you know what was she in terms doing of on media, <laughs> oh god who knows but the the other the other side of this is the media so the whole OnlyFans thing aside who cares really the thing that she's been really vocal about lately is her experience with the Turnabout Ranch after her uh, bit on the Dr. Phil show and she got sent there as a child. I think she was 13. And so she's speaking out because I don't know if it's a girl that she went there with or just another girl that was sent there also had really ugly, terrible, like disturbing experiences there and this is a place that's backed by a huge a mega celebrity dr phil and um apparently based on what the reports are that children are being abused in a number of different ways when they get sent there and she's speaking out about it and when you see some of the media reports that are breaking this down because she's called Dr. Phil out and basically given him an ultimatum. I don't know what the ultimatum is. She hasn't really said. But she's called him out. And they're kind of like taking the sound bites or just picking up like the worst aspects of her on when she was on the show. And like just like. Also, that was you know, like 10 years things. ago. Like. Well, five years ago. Right. Probably. But exactly. They're using those pieces. And she made a video herself. And I really thought, like, she has a great point. She's like, why aren't you talking about the fact that I'm a multi, whatever it is, if it's platinum gold, like, record seller, that I, you know, am an ambassador for, like, um, Fashion Nova and making, like, I'm the youngest female rapper to do XYZ. Like, I don't know all of her accolades. I don't follow her that closely. But the point is, she's a well, female yeah. and she's speaking out. And she was a child. And she's speaking out about a situation that, from the sounds of it, was not good. It sh- could she be lying? Maybe. But the media seems to be, like, twisting that. And um, Dr. Phil included. Like, he seems almost like it's it's not important He's, like, dismissing these accusations and acting well, like, course. oh, I'm not aware. Well, I just think, like, this is another thing that the media and society does, especially to women. It's like, oh, whatever. You silly girl. Shut up. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just a kid. Like, we're just always so willing to dismiss people's experiences and pain and and even more so if it's a female child. Oh, 100%. Like – no offense to her, but she's not going to stand a chance against um, Dr. Phil. And I this disagree. Is how, no, I just mean in media and stuff. I no, I I'm not saying I agree with her. I'm just saying in the media, they're they're gonna make her look like an idiot, and Dr. Phil will just blatantly just have to like breeze by it and never face anything. That's what I predict. But this is, um, this is always what we see in uh court cases sorry this is always what we see with rape cases in court where of course it's the woman again having to talk about her uh, and I, I yes that was a little bit of a dr- dramatic jump but 
the woman is having to defend herself as a victim and the oppressor, usually a white fucking man, like, let's be real, is just, you know, you know, she she would get Taryn apart for bringing this out instead of him get getting torn apart for having things said against him. act. Well, yeah, because yeah, she's she's not she's trying to speak out as a victim. She's accusing him. So therefore, she will get torn apart, which is fucked up. Right. Because he's not going to volunteer the information that. Well, no, he's not going to accuse himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, and in but, this so, case of Dr. Just, Phil, he's not going to be like, yes, my camp is horribly abusive. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I'm not laughing at that because no, that but that would be true, really like, fucking helpful, wouldn't it? If all the sickos and abusers and oppressors just finally said, "Yep, I am doing that. Arrest me now." I am <laughs> all of those things. Take me You're to right. jail. You're right. No need to tear <laughs> apart this victim child. Like no need to rip her apart in her personal life. <laughs> but I just what a world. I, I I've been following it a little bit, and I've been noticing it, and I just think it's a really interesting situation to watch because again she's like a young woman and she's speaking out and she took her cue from somebody that has no like notoriety just someone who finally another young girl who was brave enough to just say like this is what's happening and it's not okay and this is a situation where I think somebody with celebrity status is doing using it for good whether the rest of her platform and the rest of her persona is good or bad again whatever you think but she's she's supporting this other girl and bringing way more attention to the situation because of who she is and the amount of people that follow her and she's the only one that could call out Dr. Phil this young girl isn't going to be other girl isn't going to be able to well, she won't she'll even get silenced and buried yeah. exactly so damn fast but you but can't it bury someone like bad babies as easily well as easily that's a thing yes you still can unfortunately we've seen people get canceled but the truth is it doesn't matter what she does in her personal life what she has done what she hasn't done you know well okay so i guess you could say you know if she has a history of making false claims okay maybe we could use her past against her but in this case what did she do? Maybe she was annoying as fuck, but does that mean she's a lying, like, you know, disruptor? Does that mean she's just accusing Dr. Phil for no reason? Does that mean she does and not does that have mean a credible she doesn't voice? have a right to be heard? And the interesting thing about this that I find is when I used to watch Dr. Phil, he always preached about if a child comes to you and says anything in ter- like that you know they're saying that somebody touched them inappropriately any any kind of abuse in any form you always listen hopefully they did make it up hopefully it is wrong deal with that on a separate level but never dismiss them but he's doing just that he's dismissing what she's saying he had from what i've seen he hasn't said well i'm gonna investigate that i'm gonna look into that i'm gonna reach out maybe i'll take them off my website or not recommend them on my show or partner with them ha- yeah, whatever it's not like she was saying relationship is a molester like you don't have to stay he's not attacking you dr phil you can uh, escape this well unscathed. she is in the sense that she feels he should be responsible for any of the injustices that any of these people that have gone there 
at his hands. Well, I just mean that saying, well, he could still save face in this situation. He's not going to be he ruined could. Be based on this. So it's like you can still do the fucking right thing and keep your reputation. Actually, that would make me respect him more. You know, like if he stood up and did something like that, what he's doing now is is not OK. So he's not he really it. save a better and- face. Yeah, he could stand up and say, you know what? I didn't know whether that would be true or not. For sure. I feel like he did. Because she calls out the fact that there's multiple lawsuits against this place for different things. So, and he's saying he didn't know. So, I feel like he's lying because you can't not know about these things. And if you're going to endorse as a multi-millionaire, like huge public figure a talk show that's been on for years and years and years like you have and you a doctor this program he's a doctor. And i don't know Not if he's actually a doctor i think that he was is. like debunked is he he's an what? actual psycho oh psychiatrist god. or psychologist i don't know who cares about oh my that god. the point is you're the blowing point my mind <laughs> <laughs> the point is he has a humongous platform he is backed by Oprah. And if he is endorsing this Turnabout Ranch as a place to help troubled youth and it, and just completely dismissing any accusations and continuing to send youth there, which is supposed to be for help, and this is exactly what like Bad Baby is saying, her real name, Danielle Bergoli. I feel really weird calling her Bad Baby, actually. But anyway... I thought it was Barbie. It's not Barbie. It's Bod Bebe. Bod Bobby. (laughs) Oh, that's what it is. Bobby. (laughs) Well, it's baby. But anyway. Oh, sorry. The point is, it's just another voice, a female voice that is trying to bring attention to something that's obviously a serious matter. And it's in a way being kind of like laughed off and, and just dismissed because people don't take her as seriously or people trust in Dr. Phil more. I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't know. And this is another thing. Like we just don't have all the information. We probably never will. But the point is like, as a society, you see the people rushing and being like, Oh, she's ridiculous. She's this, she's that quick to accuse her. Why can't you just stop for a second and be like, Hmm, if she's right, that is awful. No child should be subjected to any form. Nobody, but especially no child should be subjected to any form of abuse when they don't have any power to defend themselves or to get help. And then when they try, they're ignored and dismissed and silenced and like all of the things. And obviously, if these are troubled youth, they're not going to be any better coming out of there if they're experiencing abuse of course, while no. they're at a place that's supposed to be therapeutic. I hope something gets done about it and I hope in some way justice is served and she and bad baby and whoever else experienced bad stuff is listened to and respected. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of like the the exact point of our show and our episode today and you know and, and it's a perfect way to like kind of leave it because it is kind of like a negative and heavy topic like oh women are oppressed but you know Going forward, I think if we just started, you know, incorporating small practices in our day-to-day life, like keep your eyes open, question things, use common sense and not in a way that you're not using common sense, but it's like 
you don't have to just believe everything. If something seems a little fishy, even if it's on the news, maybe it is. And that's okay because you can, you know, you have the right and the ability to discern these facts. So I think that's kind of what we have started incorporating in our lives and why we feel like our eyes are a little bit more open, why how we're a little bit more awake with things and will continue to, you know, view things that we're seeing on the media and anywhere else. Yeah, and for sure. And I've already kind of brought a lot of that thinking into my day to day too, even when I am mindlessly scrolling through whatever it is, Instagram, Facebook, even just watching things on TV. I I can feel in myself when I see somebody, whether it's a celebrity or whatever, and I can feel myself being like, oh, I don't like her or I don't like that or she's this. And and then I stop myself, and this is more recently going, why do I not like her? And why or why do I feel this way? Like, do I feel this way? And I literally ask myself and then I'm like, I don't. And I need to change my thinking and I need to not be so influenced by like this mass opinion on somebody or something because I'm my own person. I don't need to follow anybody. And I don't need to be influenced just because. And I I really truly am trying to bring that practice into my life because it's negative and it just brings – it's, it really brings you down. You may not think it does in that moment or feel like it does, but it does. You're just allowing negativity into your mind. So now, that's not to say, though, like there's things that I don't like and I don't agree with and I'm allowed to have that opinion, voice that opinion, but I don't need yeah. to do it in any kind of destructive or – Or like sheep um, way, like just malicious, because other people Malicious so. way. Yeah. So, okay, before we close off um, – I just wanted to say one. I have a bombshell for you. <laughs> oh, I love a bombshell realization, and this goes perfectly. Wait, isn't a bombshell like a hot blonde? Don't you no. just mean a bomb? Oh, a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. There we go again. Um, Pretty when, sure I, when I have like is big news to describe a hot blonde. Yeah, like a bomb. Oh. Oh, I have, I have a, a bomb, bomb to drop. drop. Okay. Well, I have a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I suck so much at saying? There's some levity um, to this conversation. Right yeah. <laughs> well, so you know what I decided? And obviously Ian was more than overjoyed when I told him, but I decided I do not want an engagement ring. And the reason why is because I was thinking about it and I'm like, oh, we're trying, we're saving for a house, we're saving for a trip, we're saving for a wedding, you know, hopefully next year. If I, so a $5,000 like minimum wedding ring is just a huge wrench in those plans. And I'm like, do I even fucking want that? Or is society telling me that I want an engagement ring? And I came to the conclusion. 100%. I came to the conclusion and he was like, yes, because obviously he doesn't have to spend all the money on a diamond but also because he's really against you know mainstream mentalities like that like that is just a crock of shit do I even really want that no will I wear a wedding band to symbolize our marriage yes but I'm not gonna get an engagement ring maybe down the road but right now no so that's me like breaking against mainstream I completely respect that and I think that is a good decision and I have looked at my engagement ring as much as I love it and it is beautiful. I do look at it and think, did I, like, 
what if I never had this? Like my life would not be worse. It wouldn't be bad. Like it would, life would go on. So it is, it definitely is the one of the most, the best marketing um, campaign that ever was, right? I believe it started oh, by De Beers, the, best. Um, and the diamond company, but, it but did, uh, yeah, we learned that in how to lose a guy in 10 days. I think. But the thing is like, <laughs> part of me and it is a symbol certainly for well now that you have it well now that I have it, I'm not gonna get rid of it but yeah like in hindsight you do think about that yeah and I was looking at it you already have your hot tub but I'm like that's like literally my hot tub right there do I want one engagement ring or do I want a fucking hot tub well that's really easy for me to decide I want the hot tub so 100 I, I think that how is I put it in perspective excellent critical thinking that you're doing and Thanks, very babe. rational for you might I say I know. Can you believe it? I was so shocked and like, I had who to call. Are you? The second I came to that, I called Ian right away to lock it in stone because I knew if I like went back and forth. But literally every person that I've told has been like, great idea. Nobody has been like, what? And I'm like, oh, I couldn't feel like not that I need everyone's approval or validation for that. But, you know, obviously it makes you feel a lot better when everyone's like, yeah, duh, that is a, a hot tub is way better. Or, you know, we're talking about plans for renovations and that's like you know, the side door that I want to put on, put in. Right. So yeah, it's just makes way more sense. <laughs> I think that's honestly just like a super rational, mature and adult decision. And I commend you for it because you are growing up right before my eyes. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> but no, we talked about a lot of you're welcome. But we this was a this was like a different episode for us for sure. I mean, we're always talking about things that could be considered controversial but and we're always giving our opinion usually it's also with the help of um an expert or a professional or somebody that has like way more experience in whatever it is that we're talking about um so they're always educating us and informing us but we just felt that we kind of wanted to like call out what we're seeing in the media lately and we do encourage everybody and our listeners especially to just be critical thinkers and like just really consider what you're hearing and how you're reacting to it and the decisions you're making based on what you're hearing from mainstream media. And don't be afraid to kind of look for those alternative opinions or information. And if you want to know like where you can get some of that, you can reach out to us because we have found some. And again, we're not saying that this is right or wrong. I'm not saying the media is right or wrong either, but I just think it is really important as a society that we start kind of questioning, we hold ourselves accountable, we stop tearing women down for the stupidest fucking things like whether their stomachs are flat or not because... But also stop tearing ourselves down. Yeah, stop trying to achieve unrealistic expectations um, because the example we use is Khloe Kardashian in this situation and, you know, by her own words... She is the way she is because of the scrutiny and the harassment and the criticism and just all the really nasty stuff that people have said and done over the years. So you have to kind of look behind the curtain in all of these situations and think like, am I trying to achieve this look because I I want to or because I think I need to? And I mean, there's just like so many branches to this conversation that we could go off on. Um, So it's hard to kind of compact all that stuff into an hour, but hopefully everybody enjoyed this episode and kind of took something away from it. And 
hopefully people will start being a little bit more critical thinkers and less like you know critical of other people (laughs) well said my friend no you're absolutely right and I think that that's the perfect um you know thing to take away from this so ditto to what Lauren said and girls like we let's get each other's backs absolutely so don't forget, follow us at Herspective underscore podcast if you aren't already. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think. We love hearing from you. And we have some banger, more banger episodes coming up <laughs> in the next couple of weeks with some really interesting people and guests and their opinions and all of the good stuff. So thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.